0: Welcome to the fifth quarter podcast. My name's Rick Samprin. The first half was nothing to write home about, but the Ticats pulled through with a stellar defensive effort and a simple yet efficient offensive showing and a 23-17 win over Calgary and many fans pleasantly surprised. The fifth quarter podcast starts now. <laughs>
1: We've been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML.
0: Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Thanks for tuning in today. We have lots to talk about as the Tiger Cats take care of the Calgary Stampeders 23-17, 23-17, it is the second consecutive win for Hamilton over Calgary. That sounds good, doesn't it? It sounds kind of odd as well, doesn't it? Bull Levi Mitchell coming into this game with a record of 12-0 and all-time against Hamilton. That win streak comes to a sudden stop. Uh, we're going to vote for our player of the game tonight. We will anoint our fifth-quarter fan of the game when this Broadcast comes to a close at 11 o'clock this evening. Uh, Our big play of the game, I don't think uh, there's too much debate over what the big play of the game was. We'll talk about that later on in the show. We have lots of stats to share as well. We're also broadcasting on CHML's Facebook page as well. So, to, hello to all our fans watching on Facebook. My name's Rick Samprin. The numbers to call, you know them 905 645 3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can vote for your player of the game. Give me your thoughts on tonight's game via email. You can email me, rick at 900CHML.com. And on Twitter, use the hashtag fifthquarter at rick Samperin, at AM900CHML, and if you haven't done so already, I can't envision too many people not already subscribing to the 5th Quarter Podcast, but if you are one of the very few, please do so. Tell your friends as well. I think TSN's Matt Dunigan surmised things best when during the halftime he called the first half the worst half of football he's seen in 22 years. And you know what? He was not wrong. That first half an hour which in real time was just over an hour, which was incredibly fast, was tough to watch. 3-3 three, three after the first quarter, 6-3 time for the Tiger Cats. Eesh. Special teams was not very special. At least the return guys were not. There were, count them, one, two, three punt fumbles. And uh, both teams secured three points off those punt fumbles. Frankie Williams had one of them. Calgary had two. And both offenses really could not, you know, punch the football into the end zone to take full advantage of those turnovers. Hamilton did force three turnovers tonight, one via the punt, one on the pick six by Simone Lawrence, which we'll talk about in a second, and one on downs, which was another talking point in this football game for sure. And they scored 11 points off turnovers, and that really is the difference in this ballgame. game. It was a seven-point spread. Ticats win 23-17. So Hamilton is now 3-3 three three on the season. That is good enough right now for first place in the East Division. Now, the Argos and Rough Riders are about to kick off, and if Toronto wins that game, they will still be in first or be back in first. But as of right now, the Tiger Cats are first in the East. And not only that... Hamilton, dating back to 2019, has now won 11 consecutive home games. And that is quite the statistic because that is the longest uh, home consecutive win streak, if I can put it that way. I know it doesn't sound cohesive. Uh, That's the longest since this team won a franchise record 14 in a row from 1957 to 1959. And I do have to give a shout out to Taylor Bertalette. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm literally scratching my head right now because Michael Damagala in the Labor Day rematch clangs a field goal att- or an extra point attempt off the upright, and the Tiger Cats lose 17 16 to the Argos. So the door, you know, is wide open for Taylor Bertalette to, uh, you know, stake his claim uh, for Hamilton's kicking job. He didn't need the door to be open because he would have busted it down tonight. Five for five on field goals for Taylor Bertolette. He has undoubtedly secured the field goal kicking job for the Tiger Cats. He was good from 47. He connected from 18. Good from 49. Good from 19. And his last of the five field goals from 33 yards out to make it 23-10. Stamp scored late to make it 23-17. Big win tonight. It's not a must win, obviously, but whenever you can beat an opponent who is struggling like Calgary, you want to do that. You don't want to lose these type of games because it just brings about so many questions. And I will say this, and I know we're going to talk a lot about David Watford tonight. And as you're leaving the stadium tonight, getting into your cars, turning on CHML, you want to hear what's happening on the fifth quarter, you know there's going to be some David Watford chat tonight. He wasn't excellent, but I will say this. He was good. And why was he good? He did not turn the ball over, number one. He was 19 of 22. That's 86% completion percentage. No, he didn't fire the ball downfield, but that wasn't the game plan. He wasn't asked to do that. He threw for 149 yards, no touchdowns. His longest pass on the night was 24 yards. They very rarely, if at all, I can't recall one deep pass tonight, by the Tiger Cats, and he ran the ball 10 times for 35 yards, a number of first downs, he accomplished the task that was set out for him. Don't turn the ball over. Don't make mistakes. Don't play risky football. We don't need you to. Our defense will carry the day, which it did. Our run game, which is really non-existent, will at least keep the Stamps defense honest. And although they weren't very productive in the run game or the pass game, They did mix it up enough to get the job done tonight. However, I will say this, without the defense and without the special team's play, at least from the field goal side of things, uh, and punting was good tonight too, uh, the Ticats may have struggled to win this game if those two facets of this football game did not come together as they did tonight. So I'll give the Ticats almost full marks because the offense did enough. The defense played very well, and special teams, at least from the kicking perspective, uh, was really good tonight.
1: It's where Ticats fans come together. This is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML.
0: Hey, welcome back. Hamilton 23, Calgary 17. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Hey, I'll take the win. 3-3 three and three on the season now for the black and gold. They are, as we speak right now, First place in the East Division. Of course, the Argos and Rough Riders duking it out in Regina tonight. Should Toronto win that game, they will vault back into first place. Um, This is a short week for the Ticats. They're in Ottawa on Wednesday, which is a very quick turnaround. So they will celebrate this victory, regroup and face the Red Blacks, which you will think, the way both teams are playing, uh, should be a Tiger-Cats victory. But hey, that's why they play the games. Your thoughts on tonight's Ticats win you can vote for your player of the game. You can send me an email, rick at 900CHML.com. On Twitter, at AM900CHML or at Rick Samprin. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. Hello to all our fans watching on the social media platform. You can make your voice heard on Facebook as well, or call in. Use your cell to call uh, the fifth quarter. That number is star 9900 on your mobile device, or you can call all the old-fashioned way on all those digits, those 10 digits, 905 We'll start at the top of the deck. Dave from Grimsby is called into the fifth quarter. Dave, how are you? Rick, I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. A win is a win. I'll take it.
2: Well, I'm going to tell you. I think tonight was maybe the most satisfying victory I've ever watched. I probably started watching football with my whole family in 1989 when they made the Great Cup. That's my first memory of watching a game. And since then, we've seen some good. We've seen some bad. But tonight, they were without their top two quarterbacks. Their top two running backs, if you consider Don Jackson, was brought in to back up Thomas Erlington. They were without their top three wide receivers: Banks, Posey, Addison, all out. They were without their top offensive lineman, Van Dale, and they still came out. They got the victory. Every single person on that team deserves credit tonight, and probably one of the best victories I've ever seen as a Titan fan.
0: Does it mean even a little bit more as well that it's against Calgary, a team that not only Hamilton but many teams have had trouble with over the years?
2: Oh, Levi Mitchell coming into this game was sixteen and zero, and he lost to QB three.
0: <laughs> yes, he did. I know. I know they don't go head to head, but yeah, they, he did. It doesn't even matter. Like I can't
2: even believe. Like there was some questionable play calling out there. Like I was. I was actually upset watching the game in the first half, saying, what are they doing? Like, let Watford do something. They were doing these little screens and stuff, kept getting stopped. I'm like, let, let the man do do something. But, you know, in the end, he didn't turn the ball over. Bo Levi threw a pick six, and here we go. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, that, do that, it. that's the ball game. They're I mean, they, the game. They, they they didn't ask Watford to do anything sensational. He didn't have to do it. He he played a a sound game.
2: And I'm going to tell you right now, Rick, my player of the game, the defense. Absolute monsters the entire time. The main reason they won the game, Simone Lawrence, the captain of the defense, he deserves it as much as all of them. It was just a beautiful game by them. And at the end of the night, if it isn't the defense, I'm going to be
0: sad. <laughs> okay. appreciate the call, Dave. Uh, thanks, and enjoy the weekend. Cheers, Rick. Uh, Dave. Wants the, wants the defense, wants all of you to vote for the defense. Now, sorry, Dave, I, I, should, have, I should have mentioned my pick for player of the game. It, it, it's not the defense, although the defense was exceptional tonight. Stellar, superb, outstanding, all those superlatives. Um, my player of the game is Simone Lawrence for the simple fact that his interception not only was a, a pick six, not only was it his second in three games, not only was it his third career in interception return for a touchdown but that moment was the turning point of the ball game it was kind of ho-hum you know, a really lollygagging kind of effort for both teams and that moment there that tip, that interception, that touchdown that basically turned the game 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell, my player of the game Simone Lawrence if you agree, great, if not, hey, that is okay There is a vote for the defense on the board as well. Email from Randy, who writes, Wow, a great game, particularly in the second half. Congratulations to David Watford. A careful, well-executed game plan. Kicker Bertolette showed up with effective kicking and five field goals. The wild tiger on the field with much energy was Jagera Davis. He was everywhere. He gets my player of the game pick. Excellent game by Simone Lawrence. We are finally beating this Calgary team. Thanks to the loud fans at the game, a terrific start to the weekend. Oski, Wee, Randy in Oakville. So he's got Jagera Davis as his player of the game. It's It's going to be one of those nights where defensive players or the defense gets mentioned. Back to the phones we go. Dave from Stony Creek is on the line. Dave, thanks for calling the fifth quarter.
3: How about that, Rick? How
0: about, How about them, Cats?
3: I would have never... You know, I wish I would have bet the farm on this one. <laughs> I really do. This is adversity and they are risen risen to the adversity challenge and definitely passed it tonight. I don't think how much more adversity can a team go through at this particular time than the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Um you know, yeah, the defense won the game for them. There's no question about it. But I um as my player of the game, you know, I'm going for Watford because the guy didn't choke. He didn't give the game away. He made a couple key plays when he had to, for a guy that really didn't have much time playing at all, and and, and it took a bit of coolness and calmness to do that. He didn't panic, so I'll, I'll give him that play of the game, uh, player of the game for sure. Um, and, and who was that? Who who's your player of the game? Sorry, David Watford.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, but you could. There's a lot of guys that could be players of the games, I admit, but uh, for for him to uh, do, you know, just to not choke is a, a big thing, and he actually contributed, he just, and he didn't throw away the game, so uh, that's what I'm going for, uh, David Lawford. Um, I'm surprised uh, that uh, Rose never got ejected from the game, actually.
0: That was shocking, and who uh, anyone who didn't see that play, basically Rose... Uh, booted Kalinich in the you know what's and he should have been tossed.
3: Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And I, I'm thinking, Steinhauer, why aren't you running to the for ref- wheat referee and saying, "Hey, man, you know this guy needs to be tossed." I'm hopefully uh, they'll have a review at the league and maybe find the guy for that. That's just totally unacceptable. It's uh, well, it doesn't get much dirtier than that, does it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. He's going to be fine. I mean, that that's that should be the least of uh, the penalty that 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 Rose gets I mean he should have been ejected from the game you know that's uncalled for that that is you know a an occurrence that ha- has to be wiped out of this game there it, it's uncalled for
3: and a failure in the officiating I mean you know they call it the unnecessary roughness I mean really <laughs> you know a bit of an understatement I mean I anytime I've ever seen even a player not even get kicked there they get ejected so what do they got to do you know but yeah Other than that, it's all positive. I mean, they did what they had to do to win, and I'm very proud of the team, very proud of it that they showed the character and overcome the adversity. And uh, when this team gets healthy, who knows, they might be able to run the table.
0: That is the scary thing because they're not a healthy team right now, and they're at 500 after six games and have played some pretty good teams. So I would would say so far, so good for this Ticats team.
3: Absolutely agree, Rick.
0: Dave, appreciate the call. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. You too. 905-645-3221. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell phone. We had a boatload of comments on CHML's Facebook page. We're broadcasting live on Facebook as we normally do here on the fifth quarter. Louie writes, game plan worked, stout defense, and no catastrophic offensive plays. Jagerra Davis, player of the game. Ari writes, excellent old-time Ticat defense. Bertolette looked much better tonight and likely has now secured the place-kicking position. Malik Irons looked superb. So did Poppy White. Player of the game, the entire Ticat defense for rising to the occasion. Back to the email we go. This one coming in from Anthony. The home win streak lives on. Lights out, absolute lights out defense tonight. The officials were brutal tonight. Must have missed five offside calls all first half tonight on Calgary. The 60 catch and run was five yards offside. Actually, it turned out to be 75 yards or 74 yards. Also, there were Sean Thomas Erlington and Jackson Bennett tonight, two running backs that did not uh, run for the team. Now, both of those guys are on the injured list. Uh, the The new field goal kicker looked great tonight. Let's hope he can keep up through the season and solve our kicking problem. Anthony goes on to write, The defense was lights out. They did ever show up tonight with a chip on their shoulder. Also explain to me this. Two starting QBs hurt, yet Watford calls a QB draw ten times. We do realize if he gets hurt, we have no one else tonight but the injured Masoli. Anyways, player of the game, the whole defense absolutely unreal tonight. Here's hoping Masoli and either Banks, Addison, or Posey are back next week. Offense needs a real boost on the field. Askewuiwi, and off to Ottawa we go. Thanks Anthony, good email. Anthony, thank you for chiming in on the fifth quarter. Back to the phones we go. Aaron has been waiting patiently here on the fifth quarter. Aaron, hello.
4: Hi. How are you, Rick? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you.
0: Uh, I just I, uh, my question is,
4: did Bo Levi have a bad game, or did Toronto, uh, did Hamilton's offense or defense have a good game?
0: I think it's a bit of both, but I will say the defense played better than Bo Levi played bad. Let's not forget that Kamar Jordan, the leading receiver in the CFL in both receptions and receiving yards, was hurt early in this ballgame and did not return, so his main weapon was gone. And that's fine because, hey, the Ticats, as Dave Number 1 mentioned, don't have Banks, don't have Posey, don't have Addison, don't have Erlington. Uh, A number of guys are injured, and they still got the job done. Mitchell didn't play well tonight, and he'll probably admit that, but the Tycats' defense, I think, played great.
4: And Bo Levi, admittedly, is an all-star quarterback, and he had maybe two or three receptions for first down tonight.
0: Yeah, he did not throw the ball downfield either. Uh, I mean, they ran the ball okay. There was a third and one, which I thought they would have got, and um, uh, the running back slipped, and you know we got the ball on downs. But Bolivar didn't test this Tycats defense like I thought he was going to do. And
4: my player of the game tonight, Simone Lawrence. The guy is the heart and soul of the defense, and Hamilton, since 19-whatever, has been all above the defense. And Simone Lawrence came through tonight, and the defense has always been the heart and soul of Hamilton.
0: I agree. Aaron, appreciate the call. Thanks for uh, chiming in. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Simone Lawrence is my player of the game. Defense, I know, is getting some love, which it should. But I think this th- that play, that interception, that pick-six, turned this ball game because it was really anyone's ball game at that point. He makes the interception, returns it for touchdown at 17-10, for the Ticats because they got the two-point conversion as well. They were losing 10-9 at that time, and they never looked back, never relented the lead, and are now 3-3 three and three on the season. Email from Hammy, or pardon me, uh, a tweet from Hammy at Rick Samprin. I have to give player of the game to Jagera Davis and Watford as the surprise of the game. Okafor is a steaming pile of blank as a tackle. Hammy, appreciate the tweet. Uh, still on Twitter. Bill writes, what is the story with Taylor Bertolette's? Where has he been hiding all season? Well, (laughs) as we know, Bertolette was with this team since training camp, had an opportunity early in the season. Yeah, was kind of meh. Damagala gets his opportunity. He's kind of meh. You know, obviously missed the extra point last week, which I don't want to say cost the team the game, but obviously didn't force the game in overtime. And uh, so back Bertolette they go, and he was uh, tremendous tonight. Five for five on field goals, including a 47-yarder and a 49-yarder. Allen on Twitter, at Rick Samprin says, Good teams win ugly games. Watford did his job not turning the ball over. We ran the ball to keep Bo Levi off the field. Our D was great. Special teams gets my player of the game. Turnovers, great punts, field goals, and coverage flipped the field for us. Hashtag fifth quarter. Good tweet, Allen. Special teams was great. Hamilton special teams outplayed Calgary special teams. Hamilton's defense outplayed Calgary's defense. And you can probably say that Hamilton's offense outplayed Calgary's offense. At the end of the day, we got more first downs, more yards, um, not more big plays, but they got the first downs when they needed them. They got the field goals when they needed them. I know we want a lot of those field goals to be touchdowns, but at least if you can get some momentum, get three points on the board, get some confidence with this injury-riddled offense... Uh, those are those are big drives. Those are momentum changers and field flippers, as Alan uh, wrote on Twitter. Back to the phones we go, and Frank is on the line. Frank, thanks for calling the fifth quarter tonight. How are you?
5: Hey, Rick. Long time no talk. Um, anyway, um, the good news is the Urgos are losing 7 nothing. woo So And Saskatchewan is marching. So, anyway, um, that was the, one of the most boring games I've ever seen in my life. It was um, Bo Levi what? I mean, when he hasn't got the superstars beside beside him, he's not so great. And that showed tonight. I would like to say I agree with you, Simone Lawrence. Like, that was magical when they showed the replay. I'm like, wow. Like, how did he do that? Like, and he, it was just so amazing. Like, the guy does carry the defense. I agree with the other caller. Um Our kicker was great. Jakari Davis was great. But the rest of them is like, uh, they're just carrying, you know, like making things happen. And Watford, like, you know, I respect him and I think he's, you know, he's a good young quarterback. But he did the job he had to do. And that was it. And it was a beautiful thing. But... We won. I'll take the win, and that's all.
0: Hey, they they don't all have to be pretty, right?
5: No, it, it, like the, like I remember from the seventies, it was like I watched the game at ever win, and it was like f- the final score was five one Edmonton, and that was the final score. And wow! You can look that up, and I'm sure you'll find it. And it was like it was scary. It was like, man, are you kidding? And that's what I was screaming all the first half. I'm like, "Are you kidding?" Like, like you even mentioned earlier that uh, the halftime, if you're watching on TSN or whatever, and they had nothing to say. Like, what do we say? Like, it was just garbage, both sides. But then it woke up in the second half, and uh, we came out with the win. And that's all. That's all you got to do.
0: I gotta ask, what the heck happened in that five to one game?
5: Ah. Oh not much. <laughs> I was Apparently, out. I mean, I'm 58 now, but um I still remember being at that game and it was the final score was 5 to 1 and I got home, my parents are going, "What happened?" I said, "We lost 5 to 1." They're going, "What?"
0: <laughs> you went to a football game and a hockey game broke out.
5: Well, pretty much, and no fights.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's sensational. Hey Frank, thanks for the call. Enjoy the weekend.
5: All right, take care.
0: 5-1. to one. Wow. I'd, I'd demand my money back, I think. I mean, 6-3 at halftime was bad enough. Can you imagine 5-1 at the end of regulation? You walk out of the building thinking, what? What just happened? On Twitter, uh, RH writes, Tommy Condell deserves a lot of credit tonight. Not the most effective offensive game, but it was designed to take the pressure off the offensive line. Amazing defensive play. player of the game is Taylor Bertolette. I'm glad that Taylor Bertolette is getting some love because, you know, as we saw last game, with the clang off the goalpost from Michael Damagala, this team needed to see something from their kicker. And Bertolette delivered that in spades tonight. Five for five on field goals, including a a couple of long ones. Uh, to uh, help the Ticats beat the Calgary Stampers 23-17 tonight.
1: We're talking Ticat football. Call 905-645-3221 or star 9900 on your cell phone. This is the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate 4 on 900 CHML. Only oh, by
0: Mitchell. Love on his throwing hand. Just back from... A leg injury. It's tipped right into the arms of Simone Lawrence. Interception for Simone Lawrence. (laughs) Touchdown for Simone Lawrence. His second interception for a touchdown this season. And the defense comes up huge for the Tiger Cats. Simone Lawrence does it again. Welcome back to the fifth quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. I'm your host, Rick Samprin. 905-645-3221 is the phone number to call. You can also dial on your cell phone, star 9900. The email, rick at 900CHML.com. And on Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at AM 900 CHML at Rick Samprin. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. You can make your voice known about uh, tonight's 23. 17 Cats win over the Stampeders. Vote for your player of the game using all those coordinates as well. On Facebook, Jen writes, not the best win, but the defense looked great. Good for the Cats to keep fighting, even though they have lots of injuries. Player of the game, the defense. Go Cats, go. Brad writes, bottom line, it was a W. Good, bad, or ugly, it's two points. New kicker was on the mark. J'Gara Davis was on fire. Player of the game, Jagera Davis and Brian writes, great game plan tonight, so much better than last week. And Peter, his vote is for David Watford for player of the game. So, Jared, uh, Jagera Davis getting a lot of love. So does uh, Watford as well. Final stats on uh, David Watford, 19 of 22 tonight, 149 yards. Didn't throw a touchdown, didn't throw an interception, didn't fumble the ball. He ran the ball 10 times for 35 yards. Poppy White, six carries for 30 Malik Irons, 8 for 26, Jackson Bennett, 4 for 16, and Tim White, 2 for 9. White, also Hamilton's leading receiver tonight, 6 receptions for 40 yards. And defensively, Simone Lawrence not only had that game-changing pick 6, he also had a team-high 8 defensive tackles. Davis with one sack tonight, he had 5 tackles as well, the only sack for the Tiger Cats tonight. Darnell Sankey had a game-high 12 tackles for the Calgary Stampeders. Bo Levi Mitchell held to just 16 of 28 tonight for 170 yards. And that interception, Jake Mayer, was 9 for 9 tonight, 80 yards and a touchdown. And Kadim Carey had 7 carries for 26 yards for the Stampeders. There was a moment in the game where it was a bit of a head-scratcher. It was 20 to 10 Uh, Late fourth quarter, about five minutes or so left, maybe even uh, uh, after that. Uh, No, Actually, it was about 4.30 or so. And um, Calgary's facing a third and one on the Hamilton 51. They hand it off out of the shotgun to Kadeem Carey. He slips, and the Ticats take over, and that was was pretty much it. I know Calgary ended up scoring a touchdown with under 30 seconds to go, but uh, that really stunted any kind of fear that Calgary was going to come back and snatch a victory out of the jaws of defeat did not happen tie win tonight 23 to 17 7 nothing saskatchewan leads toronto in the first quarter in regina so that's a bit of good news as well back to the phones we go kelly has called into the fifth quarter kelly good evening how are you
6: i am fantastic and very happy with tonight's game how about that defense
0: crazy good
6: and Simone Lawrence, two games in a row, interceptions. Who can't? Uh, who uh, isn't happy about that?
0: I think we all are. He was sensational, and he he gets my player of the game vote. Is he your player of the game?
6: Oh, it's hard to say. And I would like to draw out and step back, and and everyone realize we are using our third string quarterback. And he Watford the the Bo Levi Mitchell. That's pretty outstanding, if you ask me. Uh,
0: That is amazing. And, uh, yeah, not only that, but no Brandon Banks tonight. No Chris Van Zyl. We still haven't seen Braylon Addison and Devere Posey. Um, A lot of injuries for the And how
6: about our kicker? Sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. Wow, what an outstanding turnaround for that guy.
0: Yeah, his name's Taylor Bertolette, and he uh, he came onto the scene. he burst onto the scene tonight. That's for sure.
6: I am so happy about that. Every I believe he reached every uh, kick that he made, and I'm so happy the fact that uh, Watford is able to produce as a third string quarterback. And I am looking forward for a speedy recovery for Evans and Mazzoli. But, wow, what a, what a great, outstanding play by uh, Watford tonight.
0: So, is he your player of the game? I don't think we've officially announced that.
6: Oh, it's hard. To, I like them all. I'm not going to lie. I like them all. I love our defense tonight. I, I'm going to – I have to say Watford. Come on, look at that pressure. And he, he beat Le, Bo Levi Mitchell. That's a legendary uh, CFL quarterback. And I am going to have to give it to Watford.
0: Kelly, I love the call. I love the passion. You enjoy your weekend. Thank you. So Kelly votes for David Watford, which is not a bad pick. I mean, he had three incomplete passes tonight. Didn't turn the ball over. Ran the ball. Yeah, okay. I mean, he was good. He got some first downs. We know the offensive line has had its issues this season. But um, yeah, Watford was good tonight. He was he was he was more than solid, I'll give you that. Wasn't spectacular, didn't have to make, you know, highlight real plays, didn't push the ball downfield very much. You know, the, the game plan was good. The game plan suited his skill set. And hey, at the end of the day, the coaching staff, uh, led by offensive coordinator Tommy Condell and of course head coach uh, Orlando Steinhour's got to sign off on this, you know, game plan. Um, they, they picked the right one. It's not going to be uh, you know the, the, the highlights of the nights and, uh, and on your highlight reels this week. Maybe in a bad sense in the first half, but uh, they got the job done. Email from Paul who says, Player of the game is David Watford. He executed the conservative game plan, did not turn the ball over, and got the win. Honorable mention to Taylor Bertolette. He went 5-for-5, five five and kicking has been a problem all year. Also, the Tiger Cats are 2-0 when they wear gold pants. When you look like a tiger cat, you play like a tiger cat. Tradition matters. The tiger cats should wear gold pants every game, home and away. Paul, I agree. I agree with the gold pants. I love them. The white jerseys with gold pants look great. The black jerseys with gold pants look great. That is a uh, a fashion must from here on in. In my opinion, Steve on CHML's Facebook page writes: Great game by the cats. Defense was on fire. Offense was a bit lacking, in my opinion. Can we talk about how bad the Calgary Stampeders were, though? What happened to that team? Well, yeah. Um, what happened to that team is a lot of their stars are no longer on the team. Whether it's Eric Rogers, um, uh, Kamar Jordan got hurt tonight. You know, the leading receiver in the CFL, Bo Levi Mitchell has not been a hundred percent. It's a team that's on the decline, and listen, that's okay because it was a team that was on top for a long long time. They're really almost like the New England Patriots of the NFL, minus a bunch of Grey Cups, because at least New England's winning some Super Bowls over the last 20 years. Calgary's, you know, a couple of Grey Cups here and there, and that's about it. But at the end of the day, this Calgary team is just not the same as it once was. They still have the same hierarchy, but you know when it comes to the field they don't have the superstars as they once did back to the phones we go Ian has been waiting patiently and Ian is now on the fifth quarter good evening hey
7: how's it going tonight good how are you oh fantastic I just want to say that uh, defense definitely wins games and Simone, Simone Lawrence was definitely the player of the game he was fantastic and that interception definitely a game changer fantastic I can't say anything better
0: Absolutely. I mean, he's been on fire, two pick sixes in the last three games, the heart and soul of the defense, a guy who gets the motor running for the D, for the entire team, really. Um, yeah, he, he got my vote as well.
7: 100%.
0: I appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Ian. 905-645-3221 is the number to call, star 9900 nine hundred on your cell. You can email rick at 900CHML.com on Twitter at AM900CHML at Rick Samprin. use the hashtag 5th quarter send us a note on CHML's Facebook page we are broadcasting live until 11 tonight celebrating a Ticats 23-17 win over those hated Calgary Stampeders 3-3 three and three is the record now for Hamilton Calgary falling to 2-5 and five. Lisa Right, so I, it's always Lisa, but it's actually Stephen out in Penticton, B.C., losing or using Lisa's email. So it is Stephen who writes, What a win! I have to be honest, I never thought we had a chance to win this one. Hats off to the defense big time. The football gods were smiling with our cats. Now, no pun intended, but we better get Masoli back for the next game. Asking our third-string QB to do much is a stretch. But he was stable, no picks, he did what he had to do, player the game, Simone Lawrence, another vote for Simone. I'm not sure if Jeremiah Masoli has to start the next game. So let's not forget who the Tiger Cats are playing next week. The Tiger Cats are playing the bottom feeders of the CFL, the nearly touchdownless Ottawa Red Blacks. I know what you're saying. You know, odds are Ottawa is going to snap out of their funk one of these days. I'm not so sure. I don't... I don't think they have the talent to suddenly, you know, snap their fingers and say, all right, we're going to be a juggernaut. Uh, they've scored only 80 points this year. They've allowed 155, which is by far and away the most. Um, that's a team that is in a world of hurt. They haven't won a home game. They're owned to it TD Place. Uh, I don't know. If, if Masoli's not 100%, why would you risk putting him in there when you have just seen that David Watford and this Ticats team can beat an opponent? Uh, may not be the most talented team in Calgary. They are struggling in it. They are injury-riddled as well. But uh, you just saw that he and the team can get it done. So, And it's a short week. You know, kickoff is uh, Wednesday night. So, I, you know, if Masoli's not 100%, you know, Dane is already gone for a month to as many as six weeks. Who knows? Could be less, could be more. I wouldn't risk it if Masoli's not 100%. Throw out Watford again. Stick to the same game plan. Throw in a couple of new plays get the job done as well welcoming tie cats fans young and old you're listening
1: to the fifth quarter powered by eastgate four on 900 chml
0: welcome back Ty cats 23 Stampeders 17 don't we all like the sound of that we also like the sound of this tie cats team being three and three instead of two and four as of right now hamilton is in first place in the east division the Argos at last check, yeah, it's eight to nothing for Saskatchewan after the first quarter of play at Mosaic Stadium. So that's some pretty good news. If uh, that result holds, then the uh, Tie cats will be in sole possession of top spot in the East. Uh, TSN's Matt Dunnigan called the first half of this game. It was six to three tie cats, man, was it dreadful? He called it the worst half of football that he's seen in 22 years, which makes me think, what happened 22 years ago? (laughs) Must have been really bad. Maybe it was, no, it wasn't that 5-1 game that Frank was talking about. That was way back when, as Edmonton beat uh, the Ticats back on that day. Uh, But tonight it is a Ticats win, and uh, it is a a big win, coming off a loss against the Argos in the Labor Day rematch, and it goes into another very winnable game against Ottawa. And you know what? Ottawa obviously... The, I think the least talented team on paper, I think that's fair to say. Um, they, you know, could surprise. We know that any given night, but I think this Ticats team is well-suited to take down uh, the Red Blacks in a week's time. Uh, RH on Twitter says, uh, Tommy Condell Deleur deserves a lot of credit tonight. Not the most effective mm-hmm. offensive game, but it was designed to take the pressure off the offensive line. Amazing defensive player. Player of the game is Taylor Bertolette. Uh, Bill writes... It uh, appears the Cats have found a reliable qu- kicker. Watford did enough to keep the Cats in this game. Congrats on the win. Jimmy V says, hey, Rick, what a game. My player of the game goes to the entire Cats defense. What an amazing performance against one of the league's top QBs. What a statement win. Let's keep this going. Oski Wee wee. Adam on Twitter says, weird win, but if we can steal a few games before Dane comes back, that's good enough. Nice to see the run game occasionally come through on a key play, like the two point convert Simone for player of the game. And last one from Twitter, Jim writes, now that was something whole team came through to pull out the victory defense and special teams stepped up and the offense executed, protected the ball and did just enough. Bertolette for player of the game, bring on Ottawa hashtag fifth quarter hashtag Oski. a couple more hashtags in there from Jim as well. Back to the phones. And uh, let's see who has been waiting the longest. I got to check my call screener here. Uh, Brian has been waiting longest, very patiently. Thank you, Brian, for waiting, and thanks for calling the fifth quarter.
5: Hey, Rick, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm ecstatic. I I think people are missing the whole point here. Forgive my voice, I've got a cold. This Watford and the Ticats have proven that they're on their way to being the only CFL team with three starting quarterbacks. This guy was brilliant at executing the play that he was given, the plan that he was given. Contain the ball, possess the ball, and keep Bo Levi Mitchell off the field, and, and generate enough points to get the game. The defense was brilliant, but this is not anything new. This is cat football as I watched it growing up in the 50s and 60s.
0: Well, well said. Is, is Watford your player of the game?
5: I, yeah, I put him there, but no, 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 slay, no slang to everybody else because this was a brilliant team
0: effort all the way around. I can't argue with that. Brian, really appreciate the call. Enjoy your weekend. I plan to. Thanks, Rick. And take care of that cold as well. Uh, Brian made a good point as well in keeping Calgary's offense off the field. Time of possession tonight in favor of the Ticats, 34 minutes and 41 seconds to Calgary's 25-19. That's quite a difference uh, in the Canadian Football League. i got to check out penalties because there were only two in the first half. And overall, Hamilton took four penalties for 25 yards. The Stamps, four penalties for 35 yards. And that's a big reason why this game was lightning quick tonight. It was basically two and a half hours. uh, And maybe a little bit less. But these two teams, not a lot of penalties. uh, Not a lot. I don't think there was any uh, calls in which they had to go to video review. A lot of runs, which kept the clock going. This was a quick tidy game. A couple of turnovers here and there, but for the most part, a fast and efficient contest. Email from Tom who says, hi, Rick. Prior to the start of this season, I told my wife that I thought maybe Simone's time was pretty much over. Boy, was I wrong. He's definitely the player of the game tonight. And you know what? In saying that, Tom, you know, whenever a player, especially at a key position, like running back, receiver, Linebackers slash defensive back, those guys, when they get into their 30s, especially, and the wrong side of 30, they do start to slow down. They do start to break down. They get injured more often. They're not as effective, uh, not as lightning quick, not as receptive. They might have that experience and that anticipation uh, more so than a rookie would, but they're not as quick to react. I got to say, I don't think Simone has lost much of a step, if at all. I mean, he's got two defensive touchdowns this year. I know both of them were when the the opposing offense was pinned deep. I know both of them were tipped balls. So there's a little bit of a luck factor in there as well. But he was in the right position. He caught the ball, and he brought it back into the end zone. And that's a hat trick that I think we all got to celebrate as Tycats fans. Angelo on email. Hi Rick, great team win tonight. I thought the game plan defensively was executed perfectly. I thought the crowd was a or crowd, that is, was a factor tonight. Mr. Mitchell is no longer undefeated against the Tiger Cats. I thought offensively the guys played with passion and were in control of the eventual outcome. Watford showed great poise and looked what the stamps gave him. Good game management overall. All in all, a great game plan tonight. Hopefully, we came out of this one healthy. Quick turnaround Wednesday down the 401. Player of the game: Watford. Big Ange from the Creek. Thank you, Angelo, for that email. Back to the phones we go. Andrew has been waiting here on the fifth quarter. Andrew, go ahead.
8: Okay, Rick, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? Good. I want to talk about Simone Lawrence. Because I think this fan base has a little bit of a too much obsession with him. Because to me, he has never delivered anything to us. And they're going to want to raise his name to the Raptors. They're going to want to retire his jersey. And every game that he's played, not one of them has ended with a Grey Cup victory.
0: So, so when you s- away,
8: I don't care, but I don't think he's one of the best high-cats that ever, that's ever played for us.
0: Okay, I don't think anyone has said that tonight. But uh, when you say he hasn't given us anything, what do you mean by that?
8: I've been a Ticat fan since 2001, and I don't see any Grey Cup rings on our fingers.
0: Okay, so why are you blaming Simone Lawrence for that?
8: Um, no, I just think that we give Simone Lawrence a little too much love. Same with Brandon Banks. Individual trophies are nothing compared to the Grey Cup.
0: Okay, so... What you, to bring up. No, I, I get what you're pointing, and, you, and you're making a solid point. I'm going to have to argue, though, because I, I think, you know, I, I will disagree with you that I think Simone Lawrence is one of the best linebackers in Ticat's history.
8: Okay, but they're going to want to put his name on the in the Wall of Honor and tell me a single person on the Wall of Honor that doesn't have a gray cup ring behind his name with the Titans.
0: Well, I mean, we don't know that for sure, but he is among the all-time leaders in defensive tackles. He's got longevity with the team. Uh, he brings a, I think, a passion that this defense otherwise would not have. I think that is valued and and holds some weight.
8: Yeah, but Rick, I've been waiting twenty years. I still have not seen them win the last game of the season, and that's the one that counts.
0: So let me ask you this: If the Ticats do not win a Grey Cup for the next, let's say—I don't even want to say it—but let's say the next twenty years, yes. would you put Brandon Banks' name on the wall of? No, art?
8: never. The guy is overrated. He has done nothing this year. Never. I said they should have cut him years ago.
0: He was the. I'm sorry. He was Unless the mo-
8: you deliver a Grey Cup. You are not one of the best high cats ever.
0: Okay, so that's your criteria. But he was the most outstanding player in 2019.
8: Okay.
0: So that doesn't amount to anything. And
8: they oh, They crapped the bed in the Grey Cup.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, hey, I get your point. Andrew, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You
8: too, Rick.
0: Listen, I get where Andrew's coming from. You don't win a Grey Cup, maybe your name should not be in lights. But I'll say this. I mean... This is a team sport. Football, many people say, is the ultimate team sport. And you win as a team, and you lose in a team. But I, I don't think you have to penalize everybody on these teams for not winning the Grey Cup. I understand the frustration. Hey, <laughs> I'm with you guys and girls. Now, we want to see this team get over the hump, get a trophy. There's a generation of Ticats fans that have never seen this team raise the Grey Cup. And that's pretty sad because this is a nine-team league. But to penalize uh, perennial All-Stars year in and year out, defensive player of the year candidates, offensive players of the year, most outstanding players, to say they don't deserve recognition in the Wall of Honor, you go across the league and there are... A handful of players here and there that have not won a title and are on a team's wall of honor, ring of honor, whatever you're going to call it. Um, Sometimes it just happens. And for this team, for (laughs) I was going to say, for whatever reason, we know the reasons we've we've watched those Grey Cups. And there have been reasons why this team has not won it. You know, they got blown out in Regina in 2013. There was the blocking in the back from Taylor Reed in 2014. And there have been several other occurrences in which this team just has not got it done. 2019 against Winnipeg. They just did not play well. Do you blame one guy? You can't. you got to blame the entire team for not getting to the promised land. They're close. They've gotten close. And you can't say it was one guy who got them there because it wasn't. It was the collection. Everyone pulling the rope in the same way. Uh, I understand the frustration, Andrew. I get your point. But I think we can still honor some of the best players, even though they haven't won the trophy. And listen, if that's the criteria, fine. If, if you don't win a great cup, you don't get on the Ticats the Wall of Honor. Uh, all right. There might be a lot of guys, <clears throat> pardon me, a lot of great players who don't get on that wall. Email from Joe. Hey, Rick, make that 11 wins in a row at home. What a game. I'll be honest, I'm a season ticket holder and a big fan today, but I went to this game expecting a loss. The defense was fantastic, hard hitting on the field or on the ball every play. Lawrence must love being at home with two touchdowns. Must I add more than some of our receivers? My player of the game, the entire defense, who won this game for us, even when Prue Took one away from us. That is in reference to referee Andre Pru. Now, for our offense, the running game really did not push through. Watford, to me, looked like he was running a high school team. Most of his throws were five yards or less, it felt like. He did do some good things with his legs, but I really hope Masoli is returning soon, as well as our top receivers. I'm calling Watford the five-yard wonder, because he tosses when connecting was uh, just always short overall great game great win and let's get to ottawa next week and do it again take care rick joe from fort erie thanks for the email joe patty is on the line here on the fifth quarter patty thanks for calling go ahead
9: hi there just a couple things if i could thank you very much Uh, i think the cats played very well um to the other gentleman's comment about simone lawrence and banks just to point out simone lawrence is really a package deal as he is part of the community as well and he cherishes the fans 100 percent so it's not just about what he does on the field but what he does off the field that makes him a team guy now as for Banks uh, if the other gentleman also remembers Banks did run back a touchdown that was called back by a penalty which would have won that great cup you can't put that against him Um, for player of the game I would put um, Simone Lawrence only because he's again the great defensive man and I think he's the backbone to that defense and I think he's a team leader for that. So I, I just think the team personally did very well. As for Watford, I think he did very good, but I think he's holding back. I think he's got a lot to show. I don't know who's making the calls, whether it's the coaches or not, but I think he's got a lot to prove and I think he's just gotta they gotta unleash him.
0: All right. Unleash the beast. Yes. <laughs> Patty I really appreciate the call. Thank you. And uh, enjoy your weekend. Uh, unleash the beast. We shall see if the Ticats unleash David Watford against the Ottawa Redblacks next Wednesday night. Uh, we're live until 11. We do have one more break to take, and we'll take it now here on the fifth quarter, but we have a ton more Facebook messages. Glad to see a lot of people tuning in on CHML's Facebook page to watch my ugly face talk about the Ty- the Cats win tonight, twenty three seventeen. This
1: is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML.
0: Hey, thanks for joining us here on the fifth quarter. Rick Samprin broadcasting live from our studios at 875 Main Street West. You are watching on CHML's Facebook page, listening on your radio, online at 900CHML.com, and perhaps even on the Radio Player Canada app, which is free to download, by the Way, in your favorite app store. A quick update from Regina. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders are leading the Toronto Argonauts 14-3, and they are threatening as well uh, once again. So a good start for the Riders as they are pouncing upon the opportunity and uh, will allow the 3-3 Ticats, if this score holds true, to retain top spot in the East Division. 23-17, the final in favor of the Ticats tonight. The big play of the game. This one was easy to to choose, Simone Lawrence, seven minutes to play in the third quarter, a 15-yard interception return for touchdown. The kids call it the pick six. A two-point conversion was also good as Malik Irons ran it in from five yards out to give the Ticats a 17-10 lead. And uh, it was all over uh, for the... Um Calgary Stan Peters. I mean, they scored late, but still. The Ticats really turned the game around uh, in, the, in, that, uh, in that fashion with that pick six from Simone. Maisie, I love that name, on uh, CHML's Facebook page says, My vote is for Simone Lawrence. He is their team leader. Steve writes, Rick, if the offense invested in the run like that when a Masoli or Evans is playing and the O line can jump the ball more, uh, more often, we could kill it this year. My player of the game is is Davis. Steve writes, Banks definitely needs a spot on the wall. No doubt about it. For me, Simone Lawrence is getting on the wall and Brandon Banks is getting on the wall. Two two players with this team right now, those are, to me, slam dunks. Uh, Steve also writes, the in the 80s, we went four years in a row before we won. Uh, four years in a row to the Grey Cup for the Ticats before finally uh, breaking through. Patrick writes, the offense needs some work still, but I think David Watford has potential for a backup one day. Player of the game, the security guard who made a good tackle on the fan on the field. And Jen writes on CHML's Facebook page, "It was uh, if that was the case, the Maple Leafs would have nobody on the wall. Ha ha, the Maple Leafs uh, are referencing that sad sack team. And I can say that because I'm a fan of having uh, a lot of great players, many of whom uh, did not win uh, the Stanley Cup and their uh, numbers are retired by uh, the blue and white. So it, it's OK. I I don't think it's necessary that you have to win a title to be honored by your team. Your numbers retired, your name's on the wall, whatever the case is. If you're a great player, you should be recognized for your achievements on the field. And, you know, even as Patty said, uh, for Simone's case and a lot of players on this Ticats team, and not only this year, but years gone by, they are... Huge contributors into the community, you know, going into schools, meeting with kids, talking about issues like bullying, reading books to kids, uh, volunteering their time. Um, they're amazing. I mean, they, they give uh, a lot of their time to the community and they should be recognized for that as well. And I know that's not a new thing. You know, that's been going on for eons and really across this league. That's what makes the CFL uh, really cool. Jake on Twitter says this fully healthy defense will keep us in any and every game, often stepping up during the injury bug. When this team gets healthy, look out. Mr. MOP Simone Lawrence is the player of the game, according to Jake. Pam writes, player of the game, Simone Lawrence, with honorable mention to David Watford, who was cool under pressure, love this team. Matthew on Twitter says, huge win for the Ticats tonight. D came up huge for us tonight, and the offense put together some good drives. My player of the game goes to Bertolette, because that's the best performance we've had from a kicker this season. Richard writes, player of the game for me is a fan favorite. Simone Lawrence and the D is a close second. I think they started making the ice already with everyone uh, slipping everywhere tonight. Humidity, I guess, like the approach to keep running it until the end. And also on Twitter, Tim writes, "Uh, nice all around effort from the boys. Let's give some more credit to David Watford, who showed last week and tonight that he belongs in this league. And then there's that Simone Lawrence fella. Good job, boys. Uh, Back to the phones we go. Jason has called into the fifth quarter. Jason, hello. Go ahead.
10: How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Great, thanks. Just a couple comments. Uh, My player of the game last week was David Watford. Didn't think he had a chance to do anything for us. He got us to the end zone. Uh, Got us within one point. Wasn't his fault. The kicker dinked it off the uprights. But what are you going to do? I think tonight, player of the game again, David Watford. Fantastic. They asked him to do a lot. Something he hadn't done was start a game. Went out and beat Calgary on the home field. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, an all around great game. I love your picks. And, uh, you know, Watford, I think, deserves another start in Ottawa on Wednesday. We'll see if that happens. Jason, appreciate the call. Uh, One more comment.
10: Yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to make a comment to that Andrew fellow that called in. The guy's a filthy casual. Where have you been the last since Simone Lawrence came in 2013? Brandon Banks, when he came up from the practice squad. These guys are perennial all-stars on this team. Took us to the Grey Cup three times. Like you stated, Rick, it's a team game. They can't win us the Grey Cup on their own. The guy is a total, complete, filthy casual. You're not a real Ticat fan if you don't think these two players belong on the wall.
0: Jason, appreciate the passion. Have a good weekend. You too, thanks. Hashtag filthy casual. I haven't heard that phrase, but I like it. Brian is also called into the fifth quarter. Brian, you're going to get the final say on the phones tonight. Go ahead.
7: Hey, Rick. Um, that, in my lifetime, that's the best game I've ever seen the team play when I expect them to lose. I think the player of the game is the coaching staff and the offensive game plan. They allowed David Watford to just throw what was in his specialty and short yardage, and it looked good, and the defense was awesome. I mean, I could pick Jaeger Davis. I uh, Simone Lawrence, whoever, but I think the coaching staff gets it for the game plan on offense that they planned without having Mazzoli and Dane Evans. And uh, David Watford did exactly uh, what he needed to do. You give up any turnovers. And uh, like I said, that's the best game I ever thought the team played when I thought they were going to lose. Thanks Rick.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for the call Brian and uh, and a good call. And you know what? I was kind of expecting the same. You know, with all these injuries, Watford starting, Calgary coming into the town, they were going to be desperate at that hi, I don't know. I don't have a good feeling about this. But hey, the Tie Cats proved me and I think uh, some other people wrong tonight. Uh Rebecca on Twitter writes, "Hi Rick, my player of the game is Bennett who knocked the ball out of bounds on the short kickoff to end the game could have gone bad." Yeah, that would have been interesting. That would have been very interesting in fact. And uh, Mark writes, big win, cats, woo, starting a uh, strong D effort with all our injuries. This is huge. Player of the game, David Watford. And Soju writes, Oski, wee, wee. Oh, yeah, big win tonight, but a squeaker. Not a fan of the club uh, club seat they moved me to for this one. Rick, uh, back to Section 115. Well, good luck back in Section 115. And uh, Rebecca also writes, riders are up a 14-3. With a right extra point to come, Argos have fumbles tonight. It is uh, 15 to 15-3 now for Saskatchewan, so that's good news as well. Well, that's it for all our calls, our emails, our Facebook messages, our tweets as well. Our player of the game voted by you, the fans, is Tiger Cats linebacker Simone Lawrence. He also the big play of the game tonight with the pick six. Our fifth quarter fan of the night, just because he brought in the new hashtag Filthy Casual, is Jason. Now, he had some strong comments as well after Andrew's call. Uh, Jason, great call. Love the passion. Cats 23, Stampeders 17, a big win for Hamilton, and we'll try to do it again next Wednesday night as they visit the Red Blacks in Ottawa. Our pregame show on CHML will begin at 6.30, kickoff at 7.30. We'll be on the air with the fifth quarter after the game. Enjoy the weekend. From all of us here, have a good one on 900 CHML.
1: Where Ticats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to The Fifth Quarter. Powered by Eastgate 4 on 900 CHML.
0: The Fifth Quarter Podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.